But I would probably say if you want a funny end of the world film, then it would be This Is The End would be the yeah. one that I would go to. Yeah. And if you are feeling like, you know, stressed from isolation, watch some of the crap that they need to go through in yeah. that film. That is, that is the perfect film. Yeah, yeah so. 100%. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a Well, good movies! Hooray! <laughs> we made it, guys, we made it! Welcome to Well Good Movies, guys, and yes, we are still here, we are still alive. Good vibes only, as our nice poster here refers to in the room. And uh, yeah, we're going to have a very good show for you and give you some fun recommendations. So obviously there has been films that have unfortunately been cancelled. One of them was James Bond, but luckily we have our own very film secret agent with us today Aww. my co-host his name is mcdonald craig mcdonald <laughs> do, 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 do. Hello, and craig. metaphorically i'm shaken not stirred <laughs> oh that should oh. be on a t-shirt so how, how are you craig apart from the world going to to damn um yeah <laughs> Craig is one of the band members on the Titanic, but... <laughs> yeah. I did actually watch a beautiful video today of uh, two violinists actually dressed up in, in full suits and life, uh, lifeboat jackets playing the song from Titanic in a in the toilet roll aisle. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> that is dedication. As long as they haven't made, like, a boat down to toilet rolls, then I don't think they could... I, I think yeah. they'd genuinely be crucified if yeah, they did that. They did that. <laughs> yeah, so today, guys, we are talking about some recommendations we have now that there's this pandemic, this virus that's going around. But, you know, it's quite new for us as well because it feels like we're on, like, a special report because we're, you know, talking about all these things that are evolving and changing, like, by the hour. So, we're talk- you know, we had episodes planned, uh, which have now been disregarded because those films are no longer coming out. Not disregarded, postponed. Postponed, you know, like I said, the the topic is... Don't freak me out, David. (laughs) Craig can't handle it already. Yeah. Yeah. The topic is no longer relevant until the later (laughs) Yeah. So, like I said, guys, we look forward to getting that content out to you uh, later in the year. Uh, But at the moment, we wanted to make sure we were still current and relevant. So we're going to be talking about what we recommend for when maybe you're spending a bit more time indoors. We are going to be talking about, like, what's happened with the cinemas and some of the films are no longer there uh, we will obviously try to approach it in as best and positive light as we can because we very much are that kind of show um, and it will be quite dif- different territory for us because we saw like are approaching it from like a breaking news angle um, so you know who better to go through that with us today than somebody who was on radio for several years in Cardiff as the voice of film for Cardiff yeah. and uh, now doing his podcast with uh, his co-host Joe uh, and you guys do like film news and film reviews so obviously you're kind of in the same yeah. position as us it's, it's very much changed uh, the way that you operate and the way you live your life Dan so absolutely yeah. well, well thank you boys for having me on yeah. um, welcome Dan Cullinane everyone oh thank you so much yeah. can I get a cheer please thank you oh, yeah. yeah that's it yeah, we'll keep these cheers going yeah keep it going yeah that's yeah. right positivity yeah. uh, thank you so much yeah um, great to be here uh, second time on the show last yeah. time was like back in July I last know. year it's been far too long We've... simpler times it was yeah. hot sunny you know it was it was good times yeah last time it was with uh, like I said yourself and Joe mm. and I think uh, you know the one thing I'd say is that ever since our show you know you guys have always been at the top of the list to, to bring back and it's just literally been you know a case of topic and when was the right time yeah, and obviously yeah. like you know collaborating with you guys on your show oh yeah so yeah it's been a long time coming but yeah we're, we're glad 
glad to have uh, one of you here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, one, one is better than none, and it's great yeah. to be a guest and not feel so much pressure on the other side. I do uh, give yeah. kudos to you guys. Um, yeah, Joe is not here. He's got a, he has not got it. He's got a chest infection. Yeah. Uh, he came back from Iceland about two weeks ago, um, but he's all good. He's recovering. He just wasn't feeling great tonight. Um, but yeah, he sends his best regards. He says, have a great show. And also, he's just put in quickly, I know we haven't gotten to it, um, his recommendation for um, a film to binge. He says, any Muppet movie ever. Oh, there you go. Um, so so, so yeah. he's still here in spirit. He can still Absolutely, it. yeah. He is in the room somewhere, like the Invisible Man. He's somewhere. <laughs> he's yeah. gone kill us. Yeah, hopefully he won't be terrorised. No, no he will not. He'll be a kind Invisible Man, won't you, Joe? Um, so, obviously, you guys do, like, a, a podcast now, which is the Dan and Joe film show. Yeah. Uh, tell us a bit about that. How have you guys found it? You still saw, like, in your in your. Well, we're days. five episodes in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we, we're going to have a bit of a, a bit of a good, a good time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we started in the new year in January. Um, so we were on a show called The Real Experience for like three years, yeah. um, which you two came on. Didn't yeah. you last year? Yeah. Crazy yeah. how time flies. Fun time. Uh, one of the best films of the year, Lion King, you reviewed. I know that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I, we did that show for three years um, with a good friend. And then through different circumstances, uh, we were asked to leave. And so I think we've always wanted to do our own show together yeah. um, just because we're, you know, we're, we're best buddies and um, yeah, we always, always go to the cinema together. And I think people who listen to the show are always more impressed by kind of our banter and our relationship with yeah. each other than anything else. Um, so Joe and I one day were just like, oh, let's just do our own podcast. And we were like, oh, yeah, OK. Yeah. And obviously there's lots of logistics that come with that. Where are you going to record it? What's it going to be about? Yeah. Um, a good title. And we thought of many titles. And then I was just like, why don't we just call it the Dan Joe Film Show? It kind of rhymes. And yeah. Thought, yeah, sure. Keep it simple. Um, so we started that in January. We've done five episodes. It's every two weeks, a bit like your podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah, going really, really well so far. Um, we've got our next one coming uh, very, very soon. So we've had Q&As with Craig Roberts, yeah. um, who was great. Uh, we've also had interviews with uh, people from the Razzies in America. Yeah, cool. Um, and yeah, so it's been going really, really well. Um, I kind of love podcasts now. Yeah. I don't really miss radio. I miss the music a little bit. Yeah. Um, but you guys know um, podcasts are getting really, really popular. Um, and yeah, it's going really, really well. Um, same with you guys, all about positivity. Yeah. Um, we, you know, we do a bit of news but we don't make it all about the news and yeah we're going to carry on just as normal and uh, we've got our next show coming up um we're going to have to uh, do it online we're uh, going to have to yes. find a new way because uh, obviously a lot of the places we record um aren't available so yeah and our next uh show is going to be kind of a horror special um okay. and we've got interviews with people from bad blood films who just released a film called sacrilege in cinemas oh, nice. that was in all of cine worlds uh, god rest their soul um <laughs> and uh, director the director david creed and mark kenner who's been like a cinematographer for many many years he used to work for dolby mm-hmm. um, so we had an interview with them and they were fantastic so um yeah so we'll, we'll post that up soon but yeah you know thanks to you guys that we got into this we, yeah. we said when you came on our show and and like i said it, it's a good opportunity as well especially with people are spending more time indoors maybe mm. and you know catching up on things then please do like I said support your local podcasts like because you know i think as well when you go on to something like itunes or spotify yeah you know sometimes i get a bit you know tired of seeing the same faces on that front page and you know so please you know support your local podcast so go listen to the dan and joe film show um listen you know to all good movies yeah absolutely <laughs> do a but, double bail yeah do whatever you like on the sofa in the kitchen yeah out and about Something that I like that somebody on YouTube has done because they've sort of um, obviously said that this 
outbreak is, you know, they don't want to cause panic and stuff. So some content creators that make money from YouTube um, can be demonetized if they say the certain word. Mm-hmm. So instead, they've started using the word Bud Light. So um, uh, I, I, I'm suggesting that maybe if we do refer to it in this episode, we I'm, carry I'm, on. I'm more of a cause like my fan. <laughs> I think, yeah, we should carry on that tradition and, and refer to it as Bud Light. So we're not yes. we're not causing a pandemic, It's a guys. much nicer word, isn't it? Bud Light. Bud Light, yeah, Ooh, exactly. nice and refreshing and tasty. <laughs> oh, it just means we're going to make Bud Light of the situation. Yes. yes. Makes you want to go to a bar. Yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> so, yeah, um, if we do talk about it and we say Bud Light, that is what we are referring to. Absolutely. We'll start off by mentioning... You know the Bud Light situation in what you know what is happening, and originally, like I said, Dan, we were speaking to you and Joe about having an episode in which we talked about what we love and hate about the cinema and yeah. cinema experiences, yeah. and it's still definitely a conversation I want to have in the future. Um, you know, but perhaps in light of things, we don't want to be talking about you know bad experiences at the cinema or things we hate about it. Mm. So you know, today I think it's it's still a good time to be talking about what we love about the cinema, why it's important to support them when they are open. Obviously, at the moment. A lot of UK cinemas and American ones have closed down. But once they're, you know, back open, hopefully, uh, you know, it's more important than ever to support them. Yeah. Uh, Dan, you've been to the cinema yourself mm. in the past few days. I and just I, got in there in time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and you always, as somebody, you know, you love to go to the cinema mm. every week. How, how, how have you found it? What were your feelings? You know, it was a really strange atmosphere. So I went on Friday because um, I do try and go on the Friday when the new releases came out. Yeah. Um, and I went to see The Hunt. And I went to see my spy. Yeah. Because I, in my head, normally I'd wait. I'm, I, you know, I don't do the radio anymore on Saturday, so I, yeah. there's no rush for me to see them. Yeah. But I just had a feeling. I just thought, hold on, these films aren't going to be here much longer than a week. Mm-hmm. And obviously, cinemas are closing tomorrow, so we were kind of right. Um, yeah. So um, went on Friday. Really strange atmosphere in the cinema. It mm. Completely dead. No one was there. Went to talk to the staff about it, and I asked them. I said, you know how's it all going and they were like not good and i was like when are you taking any clothes he was like we're on the edge at the, you know, at the minute right um so yeah it's really not nice because for me the cinema has uh, you know from when i was very young i've had memories going there i love the cinema it's not just a hobby it's like part of my life now yeah I, i'm sure you'll agree um and just going to a place and everyone just looking really exhausted really down mm. um it's not nice because you know these are people's jobs you know and yeah. these are people that, that i work, I've worked in the cinema for about a year and a half uh, i worked in the coffee section but i saw how hard they work yeah um and you know up until about one two in the morning they work you know yeah. cleaning and sorting out everything um so it's hard on them and i went in i, I there was about five other people in the cinema mm. uh, and yeah they i just I, for the first 20 minutes of the film i really struggle to kind of settle into it yeah. i think with everything on the news i was very paranoid and worried um some guy came in and uh, sat in front of me and started to cough oh. um and it could have been anything it doesn't, doesn't necessarily mean he had it so yeah. i literally sat up and moved a couple of seats back and he kind of turned back and uh looked, yeah. looked very angrily at me um so but i you know i can i just thought i'd justify i can't be having you know people coughing yeah um well, it is that weird thing with the cinema, isn't it? Yeah. And Craig have discussed it before. It's like when you have an empty cinema and somebody comes and oh, sits yeah. straight next to you. Oh, yeah. He was that guy. He sat right in front of me and they have like, you can move the seats back. He moved it right back, almost touching my legs and then coughed. I said, uh, listen, Tony, I don't want to take this any further, so I'm going to leave. <laughs> yeah. And I left. I went further back. Um, yeah, I think that's fine. I Why think... Tony? <laughs> he just looked like a Tony, Craig. Did you literally want to grab his head and be like, Get time to have your head between the toe and the knee. Yeah, slamming yes. down. Yes, toe knee. That's what he was. <laughs> Felt like an East, EastEnders episode. Exactly. Didn't it? Yeah, Come on, Downey. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, and then that... give a gangster <laughs> New York accent. New York. Um, yeah. So um, 
it was very strange. I've never had an experience like it before where everyone was a little bit on edge. Um, obviously, it wasn't busy for both films. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I went to it. I'm glad I saw them because mm. obviously tomorrow everything's going to be closed. I feel sorry for the films that have just been released. I know, yeah. Um, I feel like box office-wise, it's just been really poor. Apparently, sales have gone down 50% over the weekend, Yeah. Um, which is no surprise, I know. Um, but yeah, so it's really, really strange experience on Friday. Um, all a bit up in the air at the minute. Mm. Um, I don't want to make this podcast all doom and gloom is no. coming across as a little bit bleak but it's not yeah. because i i have faith and i hope that whatever happens with cinema it's not forever i know it's not gonna be forever mm. um i hope it's just for a temporary time for like a month yeah. or two hopefully i hope when black widow comes out maybe in may it cinemas will mm. start to reopen um and i just hope cineworld and odeon and view and all these chains um and ma- you know manage to make sure that they kind of survive this period of uncertainty um because like i said cinemas are really important for me and they're important for this industry yeah um and that's why so many studios like james bond mgm and and uh, Quiet Place 2, Paramount, mm. and you've got uh, Mulan as well. They, rather than just doing what, I guess we'll talk about in a minute, rather than do what Universal Pictures have done and just mm. put it straight to straight, um, streaming, they've actually said, hold on, this is an experience that people deserve to go and see in the cinema. Yeah. We're going to wait. We're going to have some patience, yeah. um, which I think is really commendable. And I remember when um, they did push back James Bond, we talked about it on our podcast, and loads of people were like, this is disgusting, this is despicable. I was the one in support of it because... You know, you've got a movie that's worth $250 million. Yeah. You are not going to take the risk in releasing it no. during like the height of this Bud Light. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I was, you know, I commended it. I said, okay, we'll have to wait till November. But you know what? When you go into that cinema, when you sit down, when mm. you've got your popcorn, it's going to be a great experience. And I just, I don't see that at home. I mean, streaming has definitely got a place. I love streaming. I love some nights you just want to come home. Yeah. You want to sit on the sofa. Yeah. You want to you wanna get your PJs on. I love those nights. But there are so many amazing cinematic films out there, like Bond, like Mulan, yeah. that deserve to be seen on the big screen. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll wait and see. We don't know. Exactly. Yeah. And I think even, like I said, smaller films, I think, you know, um, like I can have a very different experience, say, if I was watching something like like the award season just went past. Mm. I didn't have the same sort of experience watching Marriage Story at home, yeah. you know, and then you go to watch um, like another awards contender like, uh, you know, beautiful day in the neighborhood and even though they're sort of similar small scale films it's Mm. just that magic of the cinema you you get absorbed in it there's no distractions around you you know there's you know you're in a a position in which they have sort of made these seats for you in which you can sort of like you're not getting too comfortable you know like on a sofa and you're gonna you know fall asleep (laughs) that kind of thing so you know like i said i you know i I can't see it like i said damaging too much i i would probably Sim- I think the most similar situation I could think of in my lifetime is the writers' strikes they had a few mm. years ago, and that delayed a lot of productions and meant yeah. that a lot of films sucked. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, this is the only thing I can see similar in that, even though that didn't close cinemas or um, you know it did maybe delay a, a few films, um, but that had quite an effect on the quality of the films and when they released. Well, it's not just that. I mean, I think there's a degree to which. Um, the postponement of all of these films especially is basically needed to happen in order to keep cinema alive because mm. the other thing that's obviously happening during this is that a lot of productions of various like uh, films has basically had to halt because of mm. this yeah. which means that that's going to have which means uh, the actual completion of those films is also going to have to be pushed back mm. so in order to get cinema back on its feet as soon as possible we're going to need films to come out pretty much the moment the cinema comes back yeah, and like in yeah. great Great quality. So I think the fact that we're now seeing a point where 
once the hopeful end of Bud Light happens, we basically see so many high quality projects mm. that people are genuinely excited for just coming back in one big bulk. Mm. It'll basically reinvigorate people to get in at that point. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that and also just fighting cabin fever. Um, yeah, that's why I think it is important. To, you know, I don't like these people, like I said, who, who go, put it on stream and put it on this. And, you know, mm. like you said, Dan, it, you know, this plenty of arguments to be made about like there's already what, a lot on streaming anyway for yeah, God's yeah I, I, I thought it was too much there's, there's a big investment that's been made into these films and people need to take into account you know they're like oh we'll just put it on Disney Plus it's like why would you do that you know you've got like half mm. of America is pretty much subscribed to Disney Plus at the moment yeah. it's not going to attract many more customers no. maybe a few but it's six dollars a month it's not six dollars per person who's watching it so that's a massive decrease yeah. in what they will get revenue wise and it also then adds if they put it on Disney Plus, that suggests we are a streaming movie. You know, what if, who, how does Scarlett Johansson feel in about you know being a, on a streaming mm. service? She was yeah. like, I didn't sign up for a streaming yeah. film. Yeah. I signed up for a mega blockbuster that was going to shoot my career up even mm. further. Yeah, considering how for how many years she's been fighting for this film. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, and that's the moment in which we do feel like a breaking news sort of podcast. Is that mm. I don't know if you guys saw, but it literally was before I go in the car to get you. It has been delayed, so it's not coming in May now. They haven't okay. said what it is. All right. Um, but. There's some people, there's some, you know, small websites which are then reporting on like, oh, people are saying they'll go on Disney Plus. And yeah, maybe it could. Things might have changed when you guys at home are listening to this. Yeah. Um, but I think ultimately the message has been clear from films like Bond, Mulan, Quiet Place, all these films have yeah, been Fast delayed. Fast is like a year now, yeah. isn't it? So, you know, <laughs> they're not going to take away the bricks and mortar of the film business because no. it's too big a part of it. They can't just go, well, that's it for physical you know, films now, yeah. we're all going to go to streaming. It's, you know, these cinemas are everywhere in the world. Yeah. And there's massive investment, the massive money that it gets. But, you know, there's, there's no denying that the battle between streaming service and cinema has gone on for the last couple of years. And I think 100% Netflix, Amazon Prime, not so much, but Netflix in particular have really tried their best to compete with cinema. Yeah. I don't think it's been complimentary. I don't think Netflix have gone to cinema and gone, oh, let's work together. I think Netflix yeah. really want to destroy cinema, in my opinion. Mm. I know so many, a lot of people disagree, and I love Netflix, don't get me wrong, um, but they have, over recent years, kind of stepped out of line, I think, and kind of gone, yeah. we want to be more than a streaming service. And it's like, hold on now. Um, but so, yeah, I I think um i think it's going to really test it now i think mm. um you know it's up to the filmmakers and the directors and all these production companies who have been working so hard on these films i mean a marvel movie must take a long long time mm. lots of editing lots of um, star power scott johansson like you said been campaigning for this film for a very very long time nothing against streaming services so many films that i've seen on streaming and i go yeah. wow i'm glad that was on streaming glad yeah. i didn't go to cinema um but i'm really really shocked if they do start continue to put it onto streaming yeah. um, because you know they really need to stand their ground on this and be like hold on you know obviously the, we haven't caused bird light yeah. but we're going to hold off because the moviegoers deserve to see that spectacle in the cinemas yeah. um, I can't imagine watching a Marvel movie at home yeah. um, at the, you know I don't know whether you went, guys went to Avengers Endgame uh, mm -hmm. opening night Yeah, amazing experience and yeah. I've never been a massive Marvel fan a couple of years ago but oh gosh that night seeing the double bill seeing yeah. the energy in that room oh it was incredible and I, you know, we want that for everybody. So, yeah, fingers crossed. It's, it's a good point to make because, like I said, when we were talking about this original subject of you know what we love about cinema and that kind of stuff, 
it is those experiences which change things. Endgame is yeah. a fantastic example. I think a similar experience we had a few years ago is we watched when the final Harry Potter film was coming out. They had mm. like the Odeon did every film per night for like mm. a week and a half, and then the final one on the day it came out. Yeah. So it was we we literally this was like you know when we were students, so we had the time to be going there every yeah, night. Yeah. And then the the day it was out. I've never experienced because obviously you've got Potter fans there as well. Yeah. You've got yeah. normal film fans. You've got people who read these books. And like there's this girl next to me crying when like you know uh, Ron and Hermione are kissing and people cheering and clapping when Bellatrix gets killed and you know it, it's yeah. that kind of stuff which you know you you really do love and. Yeah, it, it's why, you know, we need to support cinema and, and hopefully, you know, we'll we'll see more of that. Like Craig said, that people will have this cabin fever and hopefully go back out when when they're when they're released. <laughs> yeah. I mean Yeah, just work on the phrasing of that. It's saying, well, hopefully people have cabin fever that they want to fight. <laughs> Doesn't yeah. sound great. Well, it, Joe mentioned all the Muppet films. Yeah. So, you know, we got cabin fever. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so just to give it in that sense, like a nice Muppet fun yeah. sing along song. Uh, yeah. What do you think, Craig, uh, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, positive experiences about cinema, what you love about the experience and why we should keep supporting it? I mean, just on a pure logistical sense, I think just seeing some of the films and the size and scope that they can get, mm. just incredible. I mean, uh, granted, 3D has never been something that's been like overly, that overly impressive in any forum, really, but... Just some of the, I, I think some of the films I've been able to see just in in that in that medium have just been spectacular. I think it only works because of the massive like encompassing element of just that massive screen in front of you. Mm. Something that just home viewing, especially considering many people the size that they watch things tends to get smaller and smaller because it's only really yeah it's only really true fanatics who go out of their way to get the biggest screens possible mm. and a lot of people just watch things either on a, on a laptop screen or hell even just like a tablet or Ooh. just even or a mobile phone yeah, <laughs> or, their, yeah or even their phone so it just leads to like idiotic things where they just argue about like oh I didn't seem that technically impressive well, it's like well no because the technology you're using to watch it is not impressive in and of itself that is very and, good. and there's also the element of you have choice then like you know the one problem I have with Netflix is just there's too much yeah like, I spent like I an hour trying to find out what I want to watch yeah whereas like the good thing about cinema and like you know me and Craig have had this and I'm sure you will have as well Dan is that you go there either just like oh especially if you are somebody who's like I'll try and see all the films yeah. and you can go in there being like I don't want to see this or I'm not looking forward to it mm. or I don't know anything about this film so then you can come out like oh my god that was really good I yeah. didn't expect it or you know whereas you wouldn't maybe get that as much from Netflix and it can make you a lot more emotionally involved I think as well it didn't help the fact that Netflix and other streaming sites tend to have like somewhat user reviews underneath as well so you're mm. flicking or something it's like Oh, it's got one and a half stars. I'm just going to skip it. As opposed to the cinema, where like you actively have to research that stuff yourself. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think um, the only other thing I'd say in terms of like this whole Bud Light situation is, I think DreamWorks has found a good in between of having that twenty dollar or twenty pounds, whatever, yeah. be rental. I think that makes sense. Some people are like that's too expensive. I'm like again. Imagine five pounds per family member. Yeah, a family yeah, of six is yeah. still getting quite a good deal for twenty dollars. Yeah, but for um, trolls too, we're not. We're <laughs> no, not no. But it, well, this is great because I don't have to go watch it now. Yeah, but, but again, it's. It, I think they're in a different position to Disney. Like I said, Disney is potentially sacrificing billion pound films to streaming services if they yeah. did that, which I think is ridiculous. Yeah, trolls 
didn't make like a billion dollars. No. So I think they're in more of a comfortable position to say, yeah, we will put this on a rental series because it might make the same money as what it would have in cinema yeah. then because it's a smaller film. Definitely. Invisible Man, Emma, all of those make sense because they've been in the cinema. Yeah. So they've already done the best business they 100%. can. Yeah. Some people have said onwards to go into Disney Plus. I think, yeah, that makes sense because yeah. it's been in the cinema and it's already been affected by yeah. um, Bud Light. So... Yeah, that that one would make sense to me. I, you're right. Yeah. I think I think there's a pattern here, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and that's why I'm I'm still pretty confident that films like Black Widow, Mulan, yeah. Bond, they're massive blockbusters. It, it would seem so strange if they were yeah. just like chuck them on VOD. Yeah. Um, Trolls, it makes perfect <laughs> sense. And yeah, it's a kids' film. And you know what? Yeah. If you have like four or five kids, you know, if you just like uh, can't stop like a rabbit, yeah. um, if you've got lots of kids and you hug around the sofa, you're right. It's going to work out even for like it's twenty dollars, isn't it, in America? Yeah, yeah. It's about fifteen, sixteen pounds here. Yeah. It's going to work out cheaper than going to the cinema, I guess. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, perfectly. And then obviously they they released an Emma, yeah. which has been in the cinema for a couple of weeks. Invisible Man yeah. and the um, and you know the Invisible Man's fantastic so um, yeah. yeah I'd definitely More go check it out see that the better yeah. I think the only exception I would give is New Mutants because I think that film has been cancelled so many times oh I know just um, get it out there I feel so it. sorry for that yeah. film <laughs> hasn't got is it just like what have we done wrong yeah <laughs> Something I did like actually as well on a positive note, which um, Nick Grimshaw said on uh, when I was driving here on the radio, he was like, all these people at home, dogs must be loving it at the moment. He said all these owners yeah. at home. And I was like, what a nice image to have in my mind. If you are yeah. depressed, guys at home, just think of all these happy dogs that yeah. are now like, my owner's home and they weren't before. Oh. I was like, what a comforting image that, that was. That is true. I, I won't point out the potential logistics of that, which will bring that image crashing down. Oh, I'll okay. let you oh, focus yeah. on positive. Focus on positive. Yeah. <laughs> I, we, we have this cat called Gizmo <laughs> and it's he's named after gremlins which makes total sense <laughs> yeah. um, it's not our cat it's a stray cat that just like comes to all the houses and all the houses feed it and it's getting quite fat now to oh, be honest yeah. with you the Do owner they feed it after midnight <laughs> yeah maybe and it comes alive um, and um, yeah the owner put on Facebook and was like this is Gizmo do not feed him right <laughs> uh, we feed him okay. um, and he, he came in Saturday morning and yeah you're right I think staying at home is going to have his perks because we get to see this little cat more often um, and he's very you know he comes up and he stands on his two legs and he's like give me food yeah uh, but you're right you know with, with dogs as well i didn't have a dog but i bet dogs are just absolutely loving it like yeah. they get more food more attention um you know also girlfriends boyfriends wives husbands you know yeah, you, you exactly. get more attention as well <laughs> yeah. it's a win-win situation yeah <laughs> um so we'll go on now guys to what you know we would recommend in this time of you know isolation and being at home what to watch um we've already uh, had Joe psychically <laughs> transmit his yeah. recommendations yeah. to us. He just he just wanted to really quickly. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but I would definitely agree with that. Any Muppet film is going to put you in good stead. I yeah. think Muppets Treasure Island is one of the best films ever adapted from <laughs> <laughs> yeah. from a classic book like that. So I I would definitely say that one. It's one of my films. If you're feeling a bit groggy or something, put on Muppet Treasure Island. Yeah. You're going to feel good. Feel good, isn't it? Feel good. Um, so what what are some of the ones that spring to mind for you guys? It could be TV series, it can be films, a series of films. What what, what are your thoughts? You go first, Craig. Can I have a little think? So I think realistically the thing that a lot of people need right now is just a lot of like upbeat action and like comedy. Uh, mm. Particular emphasis on the comedy because I think a degree to just like lose themselves. Also just something that like if they want to if they want to have like re rewatch value, I think is uh, quite important. Uh, in case they really can't find much for them to enjoy. Uh, so one of my recommendations is Hot Fuzz. 
the Cornetto trilogy. Oh yeah. No, not all of the Cornetto trilogy though. Oh, okay, right. No, so I mean, I, I think I have two strand, strands of logic to this. I mean, like Hot Fuzz definitely because I think it's incredibly funny is probably my favorite comedy film yeah. uh, of all time because there's a lot of background jokes you need to spend a lot of time getting used to mm. just to notice them all and that just in and of itself takes a few replay values i think yeah. one of my favorite ones i discovered was the swear box joke oh uh, okay do you guys know the swear box no I okay i might have seen something about it okay i'm gonna say it if you need to bleep it yeah good oh. basically so you know where they're introducing uh, Nicholas Angel into the into the police office, yeah, and they're showing him around. And they show they say like, uh, "Here's our swear box. Um, every time you say one of these words, that's how much money you have to put into the box." Um, and like, it's just got all of the swear words with like some form of asterisk or like you know an at sign for some mm. of the letters, except for the word, uh, <laughs> which is just. Just Definitely. left there completely wow. <laughs> I didn't think it was going to be that one. Yeah. Oh no, my it is, goodness. It is that one. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think I can tell what actually your logic is on the other two films. <laughs> what, that, Shaun dude. of the Dead, a, a zombie apocalypse yeah. film? <laughs> <laughs> so, the, so that would be your one, would it, Craig? Uh, be hot Fuzz, yeah. Hot Fuzz. Contagion and Outbreak are like one of the most watched films. Oh, online you know what? I've never seen so, you know. Have you guys ever seen Contagion? Because I've never no, seen it. I've I, seen I think it. it would give me a panic attack, to be yeah, honest with you. I, I'm worried. <laughs> so, somebody posted it on Facebook and was like, this is basically what's happening. I was like, hold on, Patricia. Calm down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, and I think. I could make an argument for like World's End if you want to be like a bit of a completionist, mm. but I think of the three, it's definitely. I haven't seen that. Never seen it. It's it's definitely the weakest. I think yeah. there's a degree of charm it loses, and I think for the what they basically try and attempt uh, in terms of showing they're like okay, so we can have like Nick Frost and Simon Pegg basically play any role. I I just don't I just don't think it works for this particular no. film because of how the characters are written. Yeah, no. like. It doesn't make much sense to have Simon Pegg as an absolute anarchist and Nick Frost as the sort of clean cut. Uh, I'm just going to try and be a, you know, just try and be like an office worker type trying to get my life back to get uh, back yeah. on track. It just doesn't work. Yeah. And because all the characters as well, all the friends have moved on and become professional, that just means that it becomes quite like dry and like yeah. for a lot of them. Yeah. I like the elements of like, I think uh, Edgar Wright liked the idea of like when he said he went back to his hometown and it felt like everyone was staring at him. I think that element works well. Mm. And, uh, you know, the idea of, like, going on a pub crawl and the world ends as you're doing it. Um, but I would probably say if you want a funny end-of-the-world film, then it would be This Is The End would be the yeah. one that I would go to. Yeah. And if you are feeling, like, you know, stress from isolation, watch some of the crap that they need to go through <laughs> yeah. in that film. That is, that is the perfect film. Yeah, yeah so. 100%. Yeah. Um, um, I've I've chosen a film very different. It's nothing to do with the end of the world. It's a film I saw last year that no one saw. It mm. went straight to streaming. Uh, it's good. I think it's currently on Amazon at the minute, Amazon right. Prime, and it's called Teen Spirit with Elle Fanning. Um, and it's basically, I, I love seeing competition shows. I'm a sucker for them. Not so much anymore, but back in the day. And it's basically about this young girl, and she plays a girl, Polish girl, who's been uh, who's lived in the UK for a couple of years now. And she enters this singing competition show, a bit like American Idol or X Factor. Mm. And it's kind of her process. And I, I know people listen to this thinking, oh my gosh, this sounds absolutely <laughs> horrible. It really is, and it's fantastic. What's um, the name of it again, sorry? Teen Spirit. Right. And it's um, really, really good. Soundtrack's brilliant. Really some some old bands. Please tell me Nirvana's on it. <laughs> it might be, I don't know. Um, there's, there's, loads, there's rock songs, there's pop songs, remixes, um, really just uh, electrifying. Um, Elle Fanning is brilliant in it as well. She's got a beautiful voice. 
voice. And it's one of those films I watched and was like, wow, this is right up my street. Uh, and again, it's a really kind of inspirational story of this girl who's like gets knocked down so many times and keeps going. And it's a film as well. It's not about death. It's not about kind of violence or anything like that. It's really nice. It's nice. It's nice escapism. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I loved it. And I've never really spoken about it. I kind of watched it and everyone yeah. was like, what is that movie? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, definitely, definitely check that out. It's directed by uh, Max Ming- Mingella, who okay. did Chronicle. Did anybody watch that? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, really, really good. 90 minutes. Um, and yeah, if you're into that sort, if you love like your music, definitely go and check that yeah. one out. It's really good. I was going to say, music films tend to be quite good ones for tuning yourself up and stuff. We've talked yeah. in the past about musicals, like mm. when on our musical episode, I said about like Hairspray. I think that's a really good film. So get you like cheered up yeah. and stuff. It's so silly and fun and camp. Even my um, girlfriend will love you for saying that. By the way, yeah, she loves Hairspray. It's a great <laughs> film. I will defend it. Um, <laughs> And I think, uh, what else was I thinking? You got films like Sing Street and stuff. So a lot yeah. of people like those small music. Yeah, films that's on Netflix, like, I think as well. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people sort of cling to those. There, I'd also, but, I'd also argue if we're going to be talking about like you know upbeat, upbeat music based films. Um, for me, this was a, an absolute shocker in terms of me enjoying it. Uh, the film Sing. Uh, oh wow! Okay. Yeah, watched uh, a couple of years ago when it was out. Um, surprisingly engaging yeah uh for a f- uh, for a film which is basically just loads of like animated animals just entering talent contests mm. yeah it was surprisingly not crap oh. um, i think i saw um the other day is a nick crawl i think was on one of those like um you know films through his career and he's obviously talking about like big mouth and stuff and yeah he was the voice of the uh, the pig in that and that was based off like when the characters they used to do and everything. And mm. I was like, this does make me, I've been meaning to watch it for years, but that made me want to watch it even more. And it's got Taron Edgerton in it. So it's like a, pre- yeah. a precursor to him. And, Seth, yeah. Mc- and Seth MacFarlane singing oh, I uh, my love way. Seth MacFarlane. I love how And uh, Rocket Man. I said, even though that does have some drama and some bad yeah. moments in it, it does still ultimately have some really big song and dance and fun, yeah. fun moments. In Definitely. It as well. um, and I think for me, on Netflix at the minute, these were two films that blew me away. One is called Fractured with Sam Worthington in it. Um, who you know from Avatar? Is there Avatar 2 coming? Who knows? Um, <laughs> Fractured is really, really like a psych- psychological thriller. It's about a, a dad whose daughter falls off and really injures herself. They take her to the hospital. He turns away. He looks back and they disappeared. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't know whether it's all kind of in his head, whether the hospital are uh, conjuring something really horrific. Right. It's really, really good if you like thrillers. And also a film called I Am Mother uh, oh. with Rose Byrne in it. Is that the robot film? Yeah, yeah. Yes, it's... I- I've not seen it, but I know the. Vi- I, I watch a lot of the stuff from the visual effects studio mm, that did yeah. it, and really good stuff. Yeah, it? and that's got Hilary Swank, who I love. She's good <laughs> in everything. Um, and yeah, if you like your sci-fi as well, so you've got mm. a thriller there, sci-fi, you've got comedy, um, and those are recent films. If yeah. you want to check those out, because um, Netflix, there, there, some of them aren't great. Okay, there's no. a lot of there's a lot of crap in there. <laughs> yeah. um, but those two are really, really good. So yeah, yeah. that's my recommendation. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a good example of like I said when you do have those films which are like oh this is just a streaming film but, but when they put in the effort and they have that visual effect yeah. side of things and and i am mother like I said is is a good example of how you can do something on a probably quite a low budget but still quite successfully yeah. i think sci-fi can benefit from that probably like a film like say um a lot of people talking about snowpiercer when mm. um, parasite was winning the awards and stuff yeah you know you saw watch that and think well you know it, it's it's got a lot of visual effects for maybe the outside of the train and stuff, but they probably mm. didn't need it for much more more than that. So, it's, no. you know, how, how you do visual effects effectively. And, yeah, I've enjoyed some of the stuff I've watched from that. Oh, lovely. Um, one I would recommend, uh, or um, any of the films, basically, from one of my favourite directors, uh, Matthew Vaughan. 
Um, so, you know, I've always loved Kick-Ass. Um, I mm. really enjoyed the last two Kingsman films. Mm. Um, and I would say, you know, it is a good precursor to hopefully the film we'll get this year, which is The King's Man, which is the prequel film that they've been working on. And I was really gutted when this film got delayed um, by Disney, but probably a good thing now because I would have just been yeah, disappointed yeah. when it got delayed anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, um, the new one looks really fun, really engaging. You've got, um, you know, Ralph Fiennes in it and uh, Reese Evans. Yeah. Um, so it looks like a really fun sort of like period-esque James Bond sort of adventure but the original kingsman films are just so fun especially the first one you know, oh, yeah. you've got samuel L. jackson there like putting on like a dinner of mcdonald's with colin first oh. what what more do you need if, yeah. if, if i was to watch a scene over and over again <laughs> it would be that scene because i just love their chemistry in that forget snakes on the plane mcdonald's in my stomach yeah exactly um you're right i, I love the first one and actually yeah. i know stefano has been a guest on the show yeah well back in 2015 when it came out um yeah. we went roommates but we lived in the same halls right um, and i went with him and my other roommate and we went to watch kingsman and i was like ah oh, yeah i don't want to see this i don't really like it it's ripping off james bond watched yeah. it absolutely loved it it's yeah. one, like i said one of those films you can watch it over and over again it's so good yeah and really I, I would say like i said it's the, the second one is not without its fault it's a bit crazy it's a bit weird with the whole like you know let's try and pretend that colin first didn't die kind of thing but at the same time it still captures what i love about matthew vaughn which is these crazy action sequences he's got this very good style about him which edgar wright also has when he mm. sort of has this like sort of crazy snapping back and forth and different cuts and slowing things down so when pedro pascal is there with his electric whip you're watching it like this could not get any more insane yeah. but you're like oh trust me it will yeah and also like, just the best the best movie cameo of all time exactly yeah so well do we say it or do we leave it with people oh no, we, can say, say we can say elton john yeah. but don't say why it's the greatest yeah, exactly. movie cameo all i say is like i said me and craig literally just broke down once the moment happened in this film i, I was really? like that was got to be one of the most bizarre and funniest things i'd seen in the cinema for a while when it happened when we did we we desperately looked for like just the scene on YouTube, just to yeah. rewatch it. I don't know what scene you're on about. Well, I'm very we'll okay. tell you, you after. Tell me, you tell yeah, me yeah, afterwards. Yeah. I, Go I, watch the film. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm in the minority, guys. Um, uh, I don't think number two is nearly as good as number one no, at all. I, I think number one is obviously yeah. a lot. Although my girlfriend it. much preferred number two, so it oh. is very. So I, I still think it's enjoyable. I just think I was watching it going, "Wow, this is." nothing like the first one but yeah. it went it was interesting i thought um who was the villain in number two now um, i've got a name she was ginger she, hair i don't got a name now uh, no she was called poppy was the character yeah poppy was, yeah uh she's nominated julianne moore That's julianne it, moore yeah. yeah julianne moore she was um she was actually she was, she was funny, really yeah. good yeah um yeah, like I said, it is. A, a lot of people also cling to that uh, Mark Strong scene as well in that Oh, one. yeah. Um, and I think that as well, I also appreciated the way that they evolved the story. They kept it so that, like, Taron Egerton's character was still, like, with the, the Russian princess and all that kind of stuff. Or yeah. Swedish or whatever she was. Um, she to was clarify, playing. we yeah. here at Well Good Movies do understand <laughs> that Russia yeah. and Sweden are On different countries. Yeah. On most days. <laughs> no, 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 every day. I'm not even sure if Russia would be able to watch that film. I think they've got, like, different streaming, like, uh, allocations than us. So they're going to mm. struggle when uh, <laughs> this whole thing goes down. Absolutely. And they, they won't be getting their Disney+. Plus. Um, but, yeah, th those two, like I said, very fun. Love both of them. Like I said, number one, a lot stronger, and hopefully will set you up for the prequel. Yeah. Um, apart from that as well, similar to Joe, 
fun films like The Muppets I love. Uh, also, uh, the Monty Python films. I think if you've never watched those, great opportunity to go watch some silly, bizarre comedy. I love all of them. Holy Grail is one of my favorite films of all time. Um, it's so kooky and silly, and I love it. Um, oh, and I think actually... Because one of the questions uh, we had before the recording of this podcast was, "What was the last film you saw in the cinema?" Yeah. I think for me, it actually was the screening of Life of uh, Life oh, of Brian yeah. that we went to. And I remembered actually, I said it was par- the second time I saw Parasite, but it wasn't. It was um, Onward. Yeah, I saw this, yeah. the advanced screener of Onward. Um, so, but yeah, without me. Um, <laughs> oh. Um, well, it was just as well because I saw it at the advanced screen, which was a week before all this. Oh, no, get in early. Um, yeah, I, for you. <laughs> well, it has been out, Craig. It's been out for like two weeks. Yeah. You can say I've had work and stuff. Oh, all right, all right. Cool. Can I just also mention as well, I've completely forgot two, fil- two of my favourite films of all time, I would dare say. Right. Two really classic films, one from the 1940s, one from the 1950s. And Joe knows me. I don't watch many old films. Right, yeah. Um, I'm much more of a 2000s plus kind of guy. <laughs> um, but um, first off, It's a Wonderful Life. I know it's a Christmas movie. Yeah. But, oh. How t- <laughs> uh, <laughs> you don't like it? No, no, I, oh, lo- I love It's a Wonderful Life. But, but it's, uh, it's a Christmas I, movie. Yeah, I have a strict ban on anything Christmas. Me too, Christ- but is it Christmas movie? Uh, to be fair, if we're going to follow people's strategy for surviving the Bud Light incident of yeah. just treating this entire uh, like self-isolation and quarantine mm. as just Christmas period. Yeah, I it's going to that, yeah. that way. Yeah, our former guest, did you see Laura? Um, yeah, Laura's yeah. Post? yeah. So yeah. Laura, who's been on our podcast before, says, I got a great idea. Let's all put up our Christmas decorations and let's pretend the yes. next three months of Christmas. <laughs> Laura, smart girl, yeah. smart girl. Yeah, that and White Christmas for me, which obviously is a Christmas movie. Yeah. Just saw it recently with my nan over a cup of tea. Oh, beautiful films, wonderful yeah. filmmaking. They don't make them like that anymore. And like I said, follow yeah. Laura's advice. Maybe she should be prime minister. <laughs> yeah. Maybe she should be like, right, every guy, everybody just pretend it's Christmas. Yeah. Get your trees out. <laughs> Happy Hanukkah. Um, I'm just going to see loads of people like... Uh, just um, panic buying turkeys at this point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where are the turkeys? And all the, oh, there'll be loads of toilet roll there. Yeah, <laughs> we've already had this conversation at Christmas, and now we're going through it again. Okay, <laughs> workers will be loving. <laughs> we'll oh be yeah, loving yeah, that, yeah. Um, yeah, I think those are some great suggestions, and I think uh, it's wonderful. Life is actually already in the movie vault. So oh, brilliant! Be, there we are. Rest assured that, that oh, one, thank that goodness one is, I can sleep easy That now. one is safe. Good. Um, so my brief question for you guys, because obviously we talked about what films we would personally recommend to people who are looking for new things to try. Mm. Um, are you thinking about trying to watch some of the films that you haven't seen during this period? Yeah, definitely. There's quite a lot of stuff that's on my list that I've never watched. And I know Dan is actually in the same camp with this one. So mm. maybe we should do a joint like watch party or definitely. something. The Back to the Future films. I've never watched them fully through. Thank you, yeah, David. Same. Oh, yeah. thank you both. Yeah. Oh, if I could hug you, I would. Um, okay. There we are, Joe. If you're listening to this, you, I'm not alone here. Joe is going to feel so isolated. I think that when we did the radio show before, and I was like, I didn't like Richard Jewell. <laughs> and you were like, oh, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. No, um, he, he bought me the trilogy on Blu-ray. Oh, so really? I'm going to come around. We'll have to sit through each one of them. Yeah, there you go. Have then. to sit through them. Um, you know, I'm joking. Yeah, it, Black to the Future's one, two, yeah, three. The trilogy I have n- never ever seen. Yeah, it's, it's always on TV. TV. Yeah, yeah, it's always yeah. on TV. But I never seem to sit down. But we'll all have to kind of sit it's down. Got and, an anniversary coming up soon, hasn't it? Yeah, I think Perfect. the third one was out. Uh, yeah, about thirty years in in like May. Um, the musical is unfortunately have to close down now as well. So what a great time to support the franchise. As well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think uh, for me, 
there's loads of stuff. There's so many things on my watch list. Like I said, a few things from last year. I had a few things in my watch pile, which was like films I didn't get around to last year. Uh, one of them is Men in Black International, which I'm struggling to get to because I know it's not great, but I just wanted to watch yeah. it to, to sort of add to the lower part of my 2019 list. Yeah. I got, you know, when you've got like all good films and there's like two or three at the bottom, you're like, I need to watch more bad stuff to like make the good things go Yeah, up. maybe. It's okay. Um, I think Joe didn't like it at all. Um, again, I saw it in the cinema. I thought it was fine. But yeah, I, I'm, I, I rewatched the first Men in Black film. Boy, is it a good film. Yeah. And it was really scary from Buffy, you know, for what it was. It's, yeah. it's a PG, but oh, that end scene where all those, um, all the b- bugs come out of his yeah. mouth. I was just like, how is this a PG? I know. Um, I wa- yeah, compared, comparing that to the first one is, yeah, not great. Well, when but... you watch back, I said, I was watching the third one on TV uh, the other day as well. Yeah. Um, but that first one, some of it doesn't age well, like the opening no. scene particularly with like the immigrants or oh, like, you yeah. know, messages. But yeah, I was always terrified as well when there's like that cat and the guy who like lives in the robot yeah. body. And I was young. I was like, oh, don't do anything. Oh, to he's the cat. so you know? creepy. Yeah, so it made me pee the bed. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, like I said, if you show your children <laughs> Men in Black, yeah. put some uh, absorbent. <laughs> yeah. Well, what, what about you, Craig? Is there, are there any films that you've desperately wanted to see and you haven't had a chance yet? So there's probably loads of examples from like years and years ago of things mm. I should probably sit down and, and just properly watch. But there's one film that I think it's because I'm part of a friendship group that uh, two of them really like to talk about wrestling a lot. And mm. last year we had we had plans to watch a particular film together and they just never happened. Um, so I feel like for them, I would probably want to try and watch this in like solidarity for them, which is uh, Fighting With Your Family. Oh, Wow. Yeah. I, I watched this not long ago, so yeah. Oh, I, I left it. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Yeah. And and as well, made me more hyped for Black Widow because you get to see how talented Florence Pugh is at just taking oh, on completely I, different roles. Jo, jo loves her. Um, I love her as well. 20, 2019 was her year. Fighting My Family, she's fantastic in. Yeah. Then you had Midsummer, which yeah. is out on Amazon Prime now for free if you want to catch that. That was incredible. I know Joe loved that film. Um, yeah, Florence Little Pugh. Women, is, again, such a different performance yeah. to, to what she plays. Yeah. Oh, films. yeah, definitely check it out, Craig. It's brilliant. Yeah. Really, really good. Um, I think TV series as well. I've been meaning to get through The Witcher for a long time. Mm. So I think TV programs are obviously quite a big thing for some people. I've also been meaning... Uh, we watched like some episodes of it, but we never got through. It was uh, Westworld years ago. Ah. So we tried to get through it. Got about six episodes in, and then just... It wasn't so much lost interest, just lost time. And then it was kind of one of those things where three months had gone past. Everyone had talked about what how amazing it was. And it was like, oh, I'm kind of behind now. And I just never managed to catch up. So I think this would be a great chance. Um, and I know season three has just come out. And it looks like it's perfectly set up for me. You know, different yeah. worlds, robots, futures. <laughs> You know, basically politics. what's going to happen to us soon. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's all the type of stuff I love. I really love dystopian future kind of stuff. So um, it seems like I really will love it. And um, I really enjoyed what I saw of it. So this is an ideal opportunity uh, to watch that as well. Um, oh. Anything else, Dan, you think? To- well, uh, everyone knows I love Nicolas Cage. I'm right. a big Nick Cage fan. And I've been wanting for a very... He's, he basically releases 10 films every year. Yeah. He went bankrupt a couple of years ago. So I think he, every offer he gets given, he just signs the contract and films it. I'm not right. kidding. I think he does. Yeah. Um, so there have been a string of uh, straight-to-video Nicolas Cage films, where he belongs, by the way. <laughs> it wouldn't feel right if he was in the cinema. Um, and they've just been piling up and piling up. And they're really new ones. Two have just come out this year, 20. 
2020. There's a couple from last year. One's on Netflix, two on Amazon. Um, so I'm going to do a Nicolas Cage-a-thon. Yeah. Um, you're more than welcome to join me. You'll probably refuse. Um, but m- my love for Nicolas Cage grows on. Um, I know Joe will come and watch him with me. But yeah, we're going to do a whole day of Nicolas Cage movies. Yeah. And we'll probably be very, very drunk with some Bud Lights by the end. Yeah, yeah so um, that is my plan. I, I love Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Um, he makes the courageous movies. He makes awful films as well. Mm. But at the end of it, you go, well, it had Nicolas Cage in it. So it's yeah, okay. Exactly. So, yeah. He is one of those actors and it and people do, you know, it's the kind of Arnold Schwarzenegger sort of thing of like, you know, they'll only want, you know, it, it, like I said, it's yeah. Nicolas Cage movies. They become their genre in, in their own. So, yeah. There is a college humor sketch I think you would love. It's basically, uh, they, they basically have a guy play uh, Nicolas Cage's agent. Yeah. And he's just there giving him the offers, basically trying to dissuade him from taking it. And he's just there like, love it, let's do it. <laughs> and they're just like some really bizarre ones. Uh, just like, I think at one, it was just like, I think it ends on, it's just like, you tasteless asshole, you absolute tasteless asshole. And then it's just a poster for the tasteless asshole starring Nicolas Cage. Oh, wow. I think as well, what makes me respect him is that it's... To me, you you think, okay, when you get, say, John Travolta, for example, he's been known for being in some real stinkers the past few years, and you're like, why would you do that? Why did you do that performance? But for me, like, Nicolas Cage, like, he's in, like, one of my favourite films, Kick-Ass, and I love his performance in Mm. that, because when you see him behind the scenes, he says, you know, oh, I wanted to go out there with this guy who's dressing up like, almost like Batman, and I thought, well... Let's go back to that psychology of being like Adam West. So he does an Adam West mm. voice when he is yeah. um, Big Daddy. And I, I love that that thinking, that he's thinking outside the box. And he does the same thing in Spider-Verse. I was watching the behind the scenes yeah. of Spider-Verse. And apparently they just let him rip for like a few minutes on just like, you know, because he plays uh, Spider- Noir. Yeah, yeah Spider-Man Spider- Noir. Noir. <laughs> and um, so obviously the joke there is that he's this, you know, old... Uh, old-time black-and-white sort of guy who's been fighting Nazis and all this kind of stuff. And, um, yeah, so they just led him, like, on a tangent of, like, yeah, I went down to the, you know, the bar and I saw this, uh, da, 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 and, like, uh, they just let him, you know, yeah. have free reign. But, again, it's it's that creative mind that he's got, that he's, like, he knew the type of character mm. he wanted to play, how he was going to do it, and, yeah, he, he, he's great. That is a film I, I do really want to check out at some point, though. Is uh, It is Nicolas Cage. Oh, it is, great. Uh, it is also the film that... Uh, got him his Oscar nomination uh, for your in Love in Las, uh, Las Vegas. Yes, correct. Yeah. Ding, yeah. ding, ding. Yeah. We haven't started the end game yet, no. but you would get a tick for that. Well yeah, done, yeah. Craig. I'll As know. in getting the film right or getting the fact that it's something to watch? Uh, both. <laughs> I've never seen it. Um, I'm too. I'm too much into the Nicolas Cage trash now. I'm. I'm. I'm too deep in the bin. It's going to be hard for me to get out now and, and actually yeah. admire his finer work. I think my interest was peaked because it was involved in a in a joke on Brooklyn Nine Nine, mm. uh, a TV show that I'm basically completely up to date with and just have binged it a couple of times over yeah. and over. Uh, there's one episode where uh, uh, Adam. Uh, Andy San Adam, sorry, <laughs> Andy Sandberg's character has to take uh, somebody into like a safe house, yeah. And the only thing they have to watch is his Nicolas Cage collection. Oh wow! And because the person he's there with is a is a an academic, uh, he's incredibly uptight about what he will watch, and he's suggesting all of these Nicolas uh, Cage film plots to him. And he's saying, like, no to all of them. And then when they leave, he goes, "Oh, there was one film I forgot, which was a uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas." It's, um. And he, was, and he explained what it was, and he was just like, what the hell did you just say? <laughs> and it's like, oh, wait, I've also got Captain Corelli's Mandarin. It's like, 
There was a film about a mandar- uh, mandolin in that, in that collection you didn't tell me for three months. <laughs> oh, those are some very good shouts, like I said, and very fun films. Uh, for, yeah, and it's, it's things like that, Fear and Loathing that Las Vegas, when they're films that like you hear about and people say about them, you're like, I've never watched that. Yeah, to yeah, watch it. yeah. It's all those kind of ones. So, like I said, loads of films we could recommend, guys. Please, like I said, support the film industry. You can. Uh, loads of ones we said on Netflix, and that's going to be the ones people go to. Disney Plus is releasing in the UK uh, this month, so ideal opportunity to catch up on some Disney stuff. Um, including, I would say, if you're going to use Disney Plus, obviously there's things like The Mandalorian and all those kind of things. But, you know, maybe check out some of Disney's older live-action stuff. You know, I, I miss the days when they used to have, like, the touchstone pictures. And, mm. you know, I, I think... Queen of Catway was it like mm. the last Lupita Nyong'o film that they did as like live yeah. action um, they did that Togo film about like a you know snow dog and everything like that go check out some of those you know like um, different time in cinema and Song mm. of the oh wait no yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah and like I said if it means renting films then like I said that's helping the film industry if you've got the money to do it you know like rent some films and, and don't let that limit your viewing don't be just like oh well that's not Netflix or Amazon so I can't watch it you know it's like Rakuten. It's like two pound fifty to rent a film. If you really yeah. want to watch it, yeah, pay the two fifty. So. Like I said, we've discussed a lot of different things. It might be hard to narrow something down. Is there anything from our discussion that we think has highlighted for the movie vault, uh, which would be our vault to encapsulate things for all time? So, how does this work? Do we just put one film in from all of us, or well, can we each choose a film? Usually, we're in the, this argument usually again. we're in the position in which, like, we're like we have talked about Spielberg films today, or we have talked yeah. about musicals. What films depict these best, or you know, what is best to represent that? Today, we're in the position in which we haven't had a topic or a no or anything. But I suppose maybe if like we can all have our suggestions if mm. we have something that we think if you were going to be locked away and you needed to watch mm. or um, you know films that we we definitely wouldn't want to see go if uh, <laughs> if anything does happen to the world or yeah. you know whatever um, so for me I'd probably say the one that just needs to go in there just for the sake of uh, time and you know I wouldn't want to see this be erased is Monty Python and yeah. Holy Grail yeah, um, you know I think again classic comedy absolutely loved that film and I would never want to see that like disappear I love Kingsman but you know if he had to go okay he had to go yeah. but Monty Python's Holy Grail would be my my pick of everything you know I've mentioned or discussed uh, Craig I think for me it's still Hot Fuzz I think the, the rewatch value of that film alone I think seals it for me uh, as well as the fact that it's just incredibly good performances and just just like really likable characters like yeah i think for me that's just the pick i wanted to secure and also just having edgar wright's incredibly beautiful way of like making fast-paced films in terms of like the editing mm. and the writing yeah and um, british talent as well you know you've got people in there like oscar winner yeah i don't really Olivia. care about the British <laughs> well you've got oscar winners in there anyway and you've got people like jim broadbent and stuff so absolutely um, yeah Dan, uh, you're, the pressure's on you now. Do you pressure another on comedy me. or do you <laughs> go with something completely different? I know. Um, yeah, I, I don't know whether... I think, do I have to use a film I've already talked about or...? You could go... Uh, yeah, we have in the past just gone, we didn't discuss this. Yeah. So you can bring something that uh, yeah has... I think I'm going to choose a film. I don't know whether it's already in there. Um, it's one of my favourite films of all time. I, sorry I didn't mention it, but it had its anniversary last year and oh. I went to see it in the cinema as a re-release. My only oh. ever film, a bit like we talked about Marty Python, yeah. the only this is the only film I've 
ever seen re-released in the cinema. And it's amazing if you get a chance to watch it. And it is Groundhog Day with Bill Murray. Um, Is that that in the vault? No, No, it's not. Oh, wow. It's a similar thing. Like, I can't remember much about this film, so it's probably when I need to put on my rewatch list. Honestly, do it. It, it, It's it's dark at times. It's dramatic. It's really funny, too. It's very heartwarming. Um, Obviously, a lot of films have ripped it off with the whole, um, you know, loop loop in one day. And and they even had a musical recently as well. Yeah, so I've I've, I've been listening to the soundtrack of the musical a lot because it's a Tim Minchin uh, uh, soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, but yeah, no, I really want to watch Groundhog yeah. Day. So. I just think, you know, rather I could choose something that's recent, yeah. like from last year on Netflix. But I mean, we, we've got to put some classics yeah. in the vault. Well, if it, if it's doesn't it? Like, you know, we've got Monty Python, which is a yes. classic. That's a classic. You know, um, Hot Fuzz is again, like, you know, it's been out quite a long time mm. now. Hot Fuzz is like, great. You know, it's, it's a great. Dare movie. I say, and I, I love Shaun of the Dead. It's better than Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. 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 I and I love Shaun of the Dead. Like, I grew up with that movie. Yeah. And yeah, I have to watch The World's End. Yeah. Never so, seen it. Well, there we are. Um, yeah. So, do, do we keep it with that positive attitude of all just comedies? We could yeah. go down the road. Yeah, I know. think so. Yeah. I think so. Chuck cool. them into the vault. <laughs> yeah. It's like Room 101, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's, like, <laughs> it's like Holy Grail. Yeah. Witch, witch. Do, <laughs> like, should we all do a sound effect of the vault? Ready? Yeah. The, ready? Vault's going to close in three, two, one. <laughs> so yeah going into the movie vault this week guys is monty python and the holy grail groundhog day and hot fuzz mm. into the movie vault you go <laughs> we're now on a lower budget because of bud light <laughs> yeah <laughs> So in today's Endgame, I think one of the facets we talked about uh, in terms of the the temporary loss of cinema uh, that I also really enjoy uh, is just sitting there and enjoying uh, various, various trailers for films coming up. Uh, and I know you guys too, you are regular cinema goers like myself. I know that you're going to miss that experience, you know, having all of these direct uh, streaming platforms are just oh here's the film immediately so I'm going to give you that experience one more time in our end game uh, which is called Final Trailer Ooh, oh my sorry. sorry that was the original name the actual name is Trailers and Tribulations oh um, even better <laughs> so what I'm going to do is I've got a collection of trailers of films which were are either uh, released or are meant to be released soon which means at some point in the future. And I want to see how much you've seen these trailers already. So basically, mm. I'm only going to be playing you the audio. <gasps> so I want the two of you to dis- uh, to try and work out if you know which film this trailer is for. Okay. Is it fastest? It is fastest first. Okay. So this is the first trailer. You are Um, oh, I think I've got it wrong now. It's oh, I don't know the name of it, but it's the Ryan Reynolds film coming up. Oh, are you talking about Free Guy? Yeah, I don't think it's Free Guy, but oh no, it might be. Yeah, no, I think it is. Is the answer Free Guy? Oh, here oh, we are. Okay, Why did you just say no? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go on, David. Do you think you know? I don't. Th- I think I need to hear more of it then. Yeah.
I've never played. What? I don't think he's a god. Dead. We, we know he's dead, but we didn't kill him. He like tripped a murder or whatever. We didn't murder anybody. One, two, three, go. No. I didn't have a clue. David, is this that film that was coming out with? David? Assume I don't know the cast, yeah. so you kind of need to give me something. Something midnight or something like that. So I'll, um, I'll accept something midnight as. Okay. Right. So neither of you have got that. No. So that film was. The Lovebirds. Never heard of that. I think that's what I was thinking of, though. I, I'll you said that something I, midnight. No, the Lovebirds? What, what's that about? I don't even hear that. Read the cat. Read the description. If it's got... So this is what the YouTube description says. Every every happy couple, couple has one moment that defines their relationship. What's the... Uh, da, da, da. Yeah, A couple... Is... Uh, Issa Rae and Kamal uh, Nanjiani experience a defining moment in the relationship when they are unintentionally embroiled in a murder mystery. As the journey to clear their names takes them from one extreme and hilarious circumstance to the next, they must figure out how they and their relationship can survive the night. Yeah, it was delayed when Peter Rabbit and everything was delayed. I I, I only heard about it from when it was delayed. But yeah, I, I couldn't remember the name of it. That's why I said midnight. I thought it was like Midnight Birds or Love at Midnight. Or okay, Nil like Bois. <laughs> yeah. So at that great. point, yeah, so neither of you get a point. Okay. Are we ready for the next trailer? Yeah. I love my life. I love you so much, Gary. Oh, no! <laughs> David. That is SpongeBob Sponge on the Run. <laughs> I love how you know the title. <laughs> yes. What? Kind of needed for this game. Because yeah. it did change title. Because originally it was like Sponge Out of Water. So if he says Sponge of Square Punch, you wouldn't accept that. Sponge Out of Water was the second one. Oh, there was, there was, it had a previous name, whatever it was, anyway. There was originally... Like, I would have only accepted the Spongebob movie, Sponge Out of... Uh, right, Sponge well, I'm not going to score yeah. a single point yeah. on this. It, it, so it there was we called are. something else originally. It was something like uh, The Great Un- Unknown Sponge or mm. something like that. Okay. Oh, well, well done, David. <laughs> Okay, so that's one point to David. Are we ready for the next trailer? Yes. We'll bring hell down from on high. Oh, no, I just <laughs> panicked. Oh. Um, I, saw, I heard Tom Hanks in that. No, yeah. maybe it wasn't. I don't know. Sorry. Right, so I Tom know. Hanks films like... Carry on, carry on. Like, we're all... Yeah, okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll sorry, can I carry on? See that as a trigger. Yeah, yeah sorry. Dear Lord... Let your holy angel be with me. I'm trying to think of the name of this. I know what film it is. And I watched this trailer. Is it Tom Hanks? Yeah. Into your hands I commend myself, my body, and soul. Amen. I was going to see if the the name is mentioned. (laughs) And I'm like, that's it. Congratulations on your command. Don't have a clue. I'll always be looking for you, Evie. Even if I'm a thousand miles away. Air escort to Greyhound. You will now be out of range of air cover for the next... Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Go on. Greyhound. You are kidding me. Yes, I was like, I knew it was... just waiting for the word. Yeah, I was like, I knew it was mentioned because it's like the name of the ship or whatever. I'm really... (sighs) 
So Can you yeah. choose films that are actually being played in cinemas right now? Like, all these I've never been... It, never the been trailer played came out the other day, to be Did fair. It? It's not been in okay. cinemas. To be, well, actually, you've been to cinema nearer than I have. I know. Played it. Yeah, I've, none of these films I've seen in cinemas, so I'm sorry. Okay. But, yeah, it does look like a good film. I yeah. I to watch it. Is it kind of a horror? Uh, no, it's like a sort of Captain Phillips. Kind it's of a war ethic. It's, yeah, ah, it's like a submarine so. film. Yeah. Uh, it's written by Tom Hanks, actually. Ah. Okay. So after that, so David is on two. Yeah. Daniel. Nil <laughs> Keep, keep going. Okay. That's okay. Ready for the next one? Yeah. David. Trolls. Oh, Trolls you're kidding me. Oh, you're kidding me. <laughs> yeah. Well done. Yep, that was indeed Trolls World Tour. Oh, I should have done it. And that, is, that has been played in yeah. cinema, so I should know that. I, I gave you what you asked for. Yeah, thank I gave you. The guitar thank and I was you. like, this is either something stupid like Triple yeah. X or something. <laughs> okay, cool. How many more have we got left? <laughs> two or two? Oh, great. Oh, okay. Well, I'm not going to win, but I can try and get one. Next one. Ready? Yeah. No. Oh. That was me. That was me. <laughs> that was Daniel. Um, no time to die. Double seven. Thank goodness I get one. I get yeah, one. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. Thank you. <laughs> David purposely didn't I'll click. Let... <laughs> he was just like, I'll let you have this one. There we are. Oh, thank you, Craig. That's very kind of you. Give me that one. Okay. And then this is the final trailer. Okay. Democrats are getting their asses kicked. We need some way to road test a more rural-friendly message. If you can't live your principles in the bad times, I guess they aren't principles, they're just hobbies. Nice. John Wayne and a tractor have a baby and all you can say is nice. Really nice. Oh my God, it's so nice. Colonel Jack Hastings is our key back into the great now swing state. It's like a sequel to Vice. He just doesn't know it yet. Can I be completely honest with you? No bull. Be nice. Something with Steve here. Yeah. That was your daughter with her arm up the cow. I don't. I've not. I've not heard of this like film at all. I, I don't know what's going on. I've not heard of it. I'm surprised David doesn't know it because we've seen this trailer together in the cinemas. Yeah. But I would like to offer my services. Can we quiet the cow, please? Would you like to just randomly get? I'll give you a hint. Go on, give us a hint. It's a one-word title that, that basically describes if something is something that you need to have no matter what. Republican Party. Why are you here? Oh, um, like priority and necessity. I don't know. No. Go on, David. Critical or something. I don't. I think you've misinterpreted the hint I was giving you. It was irresistible. Okay. Ah, okay. That's a weird. Is it a political film? Yeah. So the idea yeah. is base, uh, basically, um, the is basically uh, the Republicans and Democrats fighting over a particular swing state. Oh. And they bring sounds in sounds like, like the a, hunt. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. And they and they bring in basically um, sort of a local hero in the area. Ah. Um, to, oh, that's interesting. Oh, well, thank you. The trailer look re- Did does they advertise look, that for like bombshell or something like that? Was it? No, it was much sooner than that. I'm pretty sure they showed it before uh, Life of Brian. Oh, oh I've never yeah. never seen that. But there we are. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, so yeah. at the end of that, um, so scores were uh, Daniel ended on one, David on three. Well so, done, bravo, bravo. Yeah. So that basically <laughs> means at the end, David is 
Yeah. Wow, your, the your budget special, in this show, I tell you what. Your special <laughs> prize today, David, is uh, exclusive hand sanitizer and toilet roll. Wow, yeah. that is basically I like a, a good prize now, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And also two for two on the current Endgame score. So if uh, the way things are, then if we do have me and Craig involved in more Endgames, I'm on two wins. I say, what if Joe was here? I'd totally beat him. Eh? <laughs> no, I would not. <laughs> I've got, you've got to get me an easier guest and yeah. back on. But, uh, oh. Yeah, well, thank you for joining us, Dan. My like pleasure, said, guys. Thank we'll you. we'll have a lot more, uh, like I said, uh, fun stuff within the next few weeks, uh, whether it be with your podcast or watch-alongs or getting involved in things we haven't seen, such as Back to the yeah. Future. Uh, anything you want to plug? Like oh, said, thank you. Find thank you so show? much. Um, yeah, so the Dan Joe Film Show, we're on Facebook. Uh, we're on Twitter, at DJ Film Show. On Instagram, at DJ Film Show. Uh, Instagram is pretty strong. We always kind of post daily on there. Yeah. Um, if you want to listen to some of our past shows, we're on Mixcloud. Yep. Uh, we're also on Spotify, and we've just uh, started a YouTube channel. Oh, awesome. um, So we don't post our whole shows. We post, like, a review, or we post, like, a Q&A, or, or an interview that we've done. Uh, um, a snippet. Yeah, a snippet, yeah. And so our latest show, um, we're going to be recording Thursday, and it'll be out this Friday. So, awesome. yeah, in- enjoy that. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Go so check much. that out, guys. Like I said... Be safe at home, you know, mm. oh, you know, and be kind to everybody. Don't go buying every single toilet paper in the aisle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it doesn't it, cause diarrhea, guys, okay? Yeah, exactly. We're all going to be all right. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, think about that, that old person might might need mm. their, you know, bread or whatever that more. So, yeah, uh, don't use the bread on the toilet. Don't no, use that. No, definitely not. <laughs> um, so, yeah, thank you, guys. You can catch us at Well Good Movies, also on Instagram and on Facebook. You can also catch us with our parent website, which is Fresh Take, which is Fresh Take Hub, at Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And you can catch us at freshtakehub.com slash wellgoodmovies. And, yeah, please check out our backlog of uh, film uh, episodes where we specialise talking about Star Wars, Star Trek, musicals, Steven Spielberg, loads of fun stuff if you are first to listening to this show. Uh, and also any support that can be given to us. So if you follow us on iTunes, uh, subscribe, please rate us. And the biggest thing you can do as well is also leave a review on iTunes. So if you can review us on iTunes, that'd be much appreciated. And anybody who does, uh, you know, we'll make sure to keep an eye on you and try and thank you in any way we can. So thank you guys. Uh, thank you, Dan uh, and Craig. Any any last notes from, from yourself? Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out. Hot fuzz make, is about. Make it a comeback. <laughs> yeah. Thank um, you, boys. It's, yeah. been, it's been amazing. Um, thank you so much. Yeah. So, and in our movie vault as well today, remember to go check out Groundhog Day, uh, The Holy Grail, Monty Python, and Hot Fuzz. We'll catch you on the next one, guys. And yeah, have fun and uh, be safe. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Yeah, originally I was <laughs> we'll fill this time. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was like. Put some jazzy music. I know this in. is animated. I you typing in every trailer as you go along? Yes. <laughs>